the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Former President Trump took the stage in Michigan last night to rally his base and get their support for a slate of Republican candidates aiming to take on Democrats in key races this fall. Mr. Trump blamed Democrats for gasoline prices, inflation, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. He said voters can fix that. Seven months from now, the people of Michigan are going to fire the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country. Prior to the event, Mr. Trump endorsed 18 down-ballot candidates in Michigan. And you're going to elect an incredible slate of proud America First Republicans up and down the ballot. President Trump plans to hold more Save America rallies in key states before the midterm elections. Bernie Bennett reporting. Police in California are on the lookout for one person in connection with a mass shooting in Sacramento that killed six this morning. This is SRN News. In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new science-based evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit and sharp logic will make this event come to life. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Embark on a 10-day adventure you'll remember forever. The Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th. You'll be joined by Danessa Souza and Sebastian Gorka, who will be broadcasting live and ensuring this is a memorable and special occasion for you. Register today and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Your forecast for today, we're looking at a rain and snow mix with a high of 43 and a low of 33 for tonight. Tomorrow, decreasing clouds and a high of 48 with a low of 37. From the Caribbean Christina Realty Studios, this is AM1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to reach out to us via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow with any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Hey, I can get the show started because Gary from War Road has officially checked in. Uh, Gary, as always, every week says hi from War Road. War Road. Hello back, Gary. Thank you, as always, for uh, tuning in. But, yeah, go to our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, and you can catch the live stream of the broadcast there. Again, not necessarily to see my ugly mug as much as it is. You have another uh, forum on which you can comment, opine, leave a question. Uh, commendation, condemnation, whatever the case, uh, we welcome uh, we welcome them all. And uh, as always, thank you for tuning in as we recently passed uh, 18 years, our 18th anniversary here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network into year 19, and no signs of slowing down yet. Uh, by the way, I'll talk a little bit about this later. Uh, Mitch, uh, Jack Tomzak, and myself, we were broadcasting Thursday 
from the Minnesota Attorney General Candidate Forum, all the conservative candidates, or at least three of the conservative candidates, vying for the Republican nomination for Minnesota AG. Uh, We were having a little discussion off-air about when we're finally going to get the Northern Alliance's 10th anniversary party uh, scheduled. It's only eight years late, but we're going to get it in, by golly. And uh, we're having serious discussions about when and where. So, uh, as always, stay tuned. We will look forward to hobnobbing with you all, especially now that uh, things are opening up more and more. So uh, definitely stay tuned to that. But I do want to get to uh, probably one of the bigger national news stories uh, from this past week, and it had to do with uh, down in Florida. As most progressive media and secular progressives on social media, uh, Florida is kind of in the crosshairs of progressives these days because they have a Republican governor. And if that's not bad enough, it's a Republican governor who goes on offense and basically is not subscribing or kowtowing to, you know, media intimidation, you know, sticking his thumb in the air and seeing what the polls say. Uh, Ron DeSantis was elected in 2018 and said, this is how I'm going to govern. And if it's not good enough for the citizens of Florida, you know, there's another election coming up in 2022. I mean, Ron DeSantis, he doesn't come out and say that exact thing, but the way he goes about his business lends that very air that, hey, I'm up for a re-election in 2022. If I'm not doing a good job in the eyes of voters, they'll send me packing. But in the meantime, I'm going to come here and do what I say what we're going to do. And I'll tell you, as someone who typically supports right-of-center candidates, including a lot of Republicans, I find that very, very refreshing. Well... Perhaps the most egregious thing that Governor DeSantis, I mean, he's endured a lot of false narratives and just um, flat out misinformation, particularly during the COVID pandemic, because he kept his state open for the most part. But House Bill 1557, you might have heard about this. Uh, This was, uh, again, HB 1557. It was a bill uh, uh, saying, well, I'll read the first sentence of it an act relating to parental rights in education requiring district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying a student's parents of specified information requiring such procedures to reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children in a specified manner. Prohibiting the procedures from prohibiting a parent from accessing certain records, providing construction uh, you know, it's just a bunch of gobbledygook. But the but the main tenet of the bill talks about it will prohibit school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical well-being, providing construction, provi- prohibiting classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels or in a specified manner. So what? Basically, the tenet of the bill is uh, school uh, school grades, kindergarten through third grade, are prohibited from teaching about you know, gender identity, LGBTQ issues, that sort of thing. And so what happened was progressives glom onto that, and they dub it the Don't Say Gay Bill. So, oh, wow, you can't teach about uh, LGBTQ, you know, gay issues. You know, I guess you can't, can't even say gay. And they took it and ran with it. And you had progressives. It's one of two things. They either flat out didn't read the bill or they're deliberately lying to you. But you had progressives coming out and saying it was a don't say gay bill. Basically, you were prohibited from using the word gay in Florida public schools. And they just took it and ran with it. You had uh, people buying up billboards, giant billboards in Florida, putting the word gay up there. Or you had uh, progressives, uh, particularly celebrity, leftist celebrities, part of the redundancy, who would just write the word gay like 50 or 60 times on their social media platforms. Uh, or you'd have a bunch of progressives get together and dress up and shout gay at the Florida state capital. Uh, it, it was just a, a sheer misinformation campaign because nowhere in the substance of the bill does it say 
you can't say the word gay. It's just fundamentally dishonest. And again, they are relying on people not reading the bill, not taking the time to read the bill. So they say, hey, well, we're, we're doing a public service here. We'll disseminate the information for you. Yeah, they're trying to pass legislation prohibiting saying the word gay. It's just absolutely despicable because when people actually get what the tenant of the bill is about, they are overwhelmingly in support of it. Uh, This is from David Harsani from National Review. Uh, The entire controversy hinges on this sentence. Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. So when public opinion strategies used that language to poll the question, it found strong support for the bill across all party lines and all subsets, including 55% favorable to 29% opposed among Democrats, 58 to 26% among independents, and 67 to 24% among parents. So when you're actually given a fundamental depiction of what this legislation entails, it's it's overwhelmingly supported. And again, you know, as David Harsani makes a point in this piece, and I agree with him, we shouldn't necessarily be focused on you know what's popular, or what isn't, other but rather what this got what Governor DeSantis, this is what I ran on, this is what I'm going to try to get passed. And if it's a democratically elected legislature approves it, then it gets to my desk, then I'll give it the consideration whether to sign it or not. Okay? It's about about doing what's right. And that's what happened here. So uh, here's probably one of, there's so many egregious examples, but uh, actor Ron Perlman, he is, uh, I remember him from the late 80s TV show Beauty and the Beast, where he played this guy who looked like a lion. He had a lion face, which you look at him, he's not hes not an attractive man. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put it that way. He kind of looks like a decrepit old Will Ferrell these days. Uh, he was, uh, that's what I remember by Beauty and the Beast. He was also on the TV show uh, Sons of Anarchy, which I heard is very good, have not seen it. Uh, my wife and I have been talking about binging new shows. This is one that she started to watch and, and liked it, got into it, and says that I should watch it one of these days, so I probably will. But Ron Perlman, far leftist, uh, I, he, I see his tweets pop up, and he's just a far left demagogue. And he took to his Twitter feed last week and tagged Ron DeSantis in this and listened to this just utter, incoherent, dishonest screed from uh, actor Ron Perlman. Jacob, if we have that ready, uh, cut number one. Good morning, Governor DeSantis. Ron here. Don't say gay. Don't say, as the first two words in a sentence spoken by a political leader of a state, don't say, you Nazi pig. Say, First Amendment, read about it, then run for office, you piece of Okay, real charmer, that one. Uh... I, the the one sentence you know the, you know the first two words of a political leader of a state is don't say. Um, Ron DeSantis never said it. Ron DeSantis never once, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, never once described this bill as the don't say gay legislation. Never once. You're putting his you're putting words in his mouth, Ron. Never once did Governor DeSantis say that. This was. Again, classic progressivism, hijacking language and distorting and putting out there and their lapdog media types are willing to run with it and also put out that just absolutely deceptive phrasing. Has nothing to do 
with students being able to say gay or not saying gay. And you have all these teachers getting on uh, clutching their pearls like there was this gay kindergarten teacher who says, you know, I'm I'm worried that now when, you know, because he's uh, I don't know if he's married or just has a domestic partnership with, with another man. But he says, you know, my students ask me how my weekend is. I'm not going to be able to talk about my weekend. Uh, nowhere in the legislation does it say you can't talk about your weekend with your family. OK. And if kids say, uh, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean with your partner or your roommate or whatever? You know, teachers are under no obligation to give personal details of their lives, saying, well, here's how it is. You know, I'm a man, but I'm in love with another man, and I know that may fly in the face with it. No, they're not under any obligation to do that. All right? It's best left up to the parents. Because if a kid goes home and says, hey, uh, mommy, daddy, my kindergarten teacher said uh, domestic partner with another man, what does that mean? You know, it's up to the parents whether to say or not. Say, you know, like say, yeah, I'll let you know when you're older or, OK, here's here's how it is. OK, that's perfectly fine. But I, I I I have a pretty good memory and I can remember interacting with my teachers kindergarten through third grade. I don't remember any of them talking about their personal lives. And again, I, I, I get it. I'm old. I'm in my 50s, but I got a pretty good memory from my time in school. I don't remember uh, teachers my kindergarten through third grade teachers ever talking about their personal lives. So this this is just trying to uh, make up a problem where there isn't one. Uh, We'll have more sound clips when we come back, and we'll be here to take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream up and running at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so check us out there as well. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans. And absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, Give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-940-7998. That's 800-940-7998. 800-940-7998. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit CashCallMortgage.com. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new science-based evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit and sharp logic will make this event come to life. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Good morning. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. I am the closer, closing out weekend programming here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can catch my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station. He's on AM 1440, the business, AM 1440, the businessman, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. It's the King Banyan Show, your one-stop shop for all things economics. That you need, anyways. And uh, my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He's on from 1 to 3 p.m. Saturdays. He's the headliner edition. You have Jack Tomzak immediately following Mitch from 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, I don't know if Jack's show has a uh, nickname as yet. I've got a few uh, ideas, but uh, I'll uh, keep them to myself. <laughs> There's me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Love you, Jack. Uh, uh, follow, um, closing out weekend programming right here on AM 1280, every Sunday from 1 to 3. And thank you, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call if you'd like to weigh in with any comments or questions. You can also do so via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Continuing the discussion on Florida uh, House Bill 1557, legislation that has been passed. Uh, By the way, the uh, official name of it is Parental Rights in Education, uh, progressives, again, as they are wont to do, uh, obfuscate and deceive and hijack language and call it the don't say gay bill. And nowhere in the legislation does it prohibit saying the word gay. Fundamentally dishonest, but again, uh, this is uh, far left secular progressives we're dealing with. So with that, uh, I do want to get to uh, cut number two. Uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, he had, some, he had well, he has always has a lot of things to say. Um particularly when it comes to the deception in how this bill is being touted. And cut number two here, uh, Ron DeSantis hits back at what he uh, says is sloganeering regarding this legislation. Uh, Cut number two. Now, there's been a lot of uh, uh, discussions about uh, this particular piece of legislation. You've seen a lot of sloganeering um, and fake narratives by leftist politicians, by activists, by corporate media, and you still see it even today after a lot of this stuff has been debunked. Now, it's true, many of the people who help, who whip this up have never actually read the bill. Uh, they haven't taken the time to do that. They would rather just further narratives. Um, but I must tell you, these leftist politicians, corporate media outlets, some of these activist groups, they actually have read the bill. And they're sloganeering because they don't want to admit that they support a lot of the things that we're providing protections against. For example, they support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. They support injecting woke gender ideology into second grade classrooms. They support enabling schools to, quote, transition students to a, quote, different gender without the knowledge of the parent, much less without the parent's consent. And so what they're doing with these slogans and these narratives is they are trying to camouflage their true intentions. They know in every single poll that's been done that actually reads the language in the bill will find overwhelmingly Americans oppose injecting this type of material into the classroom of young kids. Americans support the right of parents to be informed and to be able to withhold consent over certain types of medical um, uh, treatments in in school. So they know that, and so that's why they're resorting uh, to some of the narratives. And it hasn't worked, but let's just be clear. It's not just all of them have not read the bill. Many have not. Many have, and many of them want to see this type of stuff. Yeah, so there you have it. Uh, and Governor DeSantis uh, gets to the crux of the issue there. Pro- progressives know it is not politically expedient to come out and say, well, sure, with, well, what's wrong with, uh, with, with bombarding our kids with sexual identity and sexual uh, uh, politics in kindergarten through third grade? But they know that's not popular. So what they do is they, 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 they mislabel it, or they talk about uh, it's a re- it's a response to, for they they accuse conservatives of of trying to run away from the QAnon stuff you know QAnon uh, uh, 
big into the uh, child porn uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, child porn is a very serious thing. Don't get, don't misunderstand me, but QAnon, the, uh, you know, takes it to a crazy level. Just Google Pizzagate. All right. But it's classic projection from progressives. And again, uh, I, I went over some of the numbers. Uh, when Americans see the actual language of the new Florida law, uh, it, it has overwhelming support. Like overall, 61 percent support it, 26 percent oppose. Republicans, no surprise, 70 to 23. Independents, 58 to 26. Democrats, Democrats, a majority of Democrats polled 55% support this bill, 29% oppose it. Parents, two-thirds, 67% support it. And if you know someone who's LGBTQ, 61% support it to 28% oppose. So you understand why the secular progressives are using these deceptive tactics because the bill has overwhelming uh, support and they know that they're in a minority of thinking, well, we should teach our kids about gender ideology and uh, LGBTQ politics and all that in, in K through third grade. No, you really shouldn't. Okay. And it's, it's being shot down. Now, again, there are legitimate qualms with this bill. You know, specifically what happens if a teacher in one of those grades may skirt the law and, and, and violate the tenets of this bill? Or shouldn't education, you know, be, you know, shouldn't these issues be handled locally, particularly at the, at, at the school district level? Okay, those are genuine qualms, but unfortunately they get drowned out because people deliberately deceive, and when I say people, I mean secular progressives, deliberately deceive on what's in this legislation. Uh, Disney, of course, Disney World is in Florida, and the Walt Disney Company put out a, a statement uh, regarding this legislation being passed. Uh, Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members for the Disney family as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. What in this legislation is violating the rights of these people? Specifically, what's violating the rights? Talk about, oh, we're going to stand up for LGBTQ uh, members' uh, rights. What rights are being violated? Absolutely despicable. Again, you have a major corporation whose primary, whose demographics are parents with young kids, and you're ba- and overwhelmingly these parents support this legislation, and you're you're basically talking down to them. Uh, I think we have time to get this final clip in. Uh, count number three: uh, Governor DeSantis responds to Disney's statement. In relation to, to some of the uh, some, one of the things I, I saw yesterday, you know, we signed the, the parents' rights in education bill. It's interesting when like a Disney-owned ABC would put that out on tweet. They'd say Governor DeSantis signs bill to prohibit uh, instruction in sexual identity and gender identity in some grades. Some grades. Why would they huh. say some grades instead of K through three? Why indeed? It's just amazing if you're trying to inform the. So you saw a lot of this, but then for Disney to come out and put a statement and say that the bill should have never passed and that they are going to actively work to repeal it, I think one was fundamentally dishonest, but two, I think that crossed the line. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. I also thought it was interesting. I talked to the Speaker of the House yesterday afternoon, and he said Disney never called him while they were putting this through the House. They didn't seem to have a problem with it when it was going through. If this was such an affront, why weren't they speaking up at the outset? And yet they won't. And then for them to say they're going to actively work to repeal substantive protections for parents as a company that is supposedly marketing its services to parents with young children, uh, I think they crossed the line. And, you know, people ask me, you know, kind of about, you know, their posture on the bill. I said, you know what? If we would have put in the bill that you were not allowed to have curriculum 
that discuss the oppression of the Uyghurs in China, Disney would have endorsed that in a second. And that's the hypocrisy of this. And All right, yeah, and, and he's exactly right, because Disney uh, doing business in these countries that have far worse egregious human rights abuses, particularly forced genocide in China. And he taught, referred to the Uyghurs in the slave labor that they provide uh, in China. Yet Disney... More than more than fine uh, looking past that because uh, the almighty dollar speaking there. But for, yeah, for some reason, uh, if you pass legislation uh, dictating curriculum in public schools, which, again, does not prohibit the word gay, uh, that's suddenly behind the pale. I don't know what legal recourse there is uh, to bring this through the courts. I'm no legal beagle, but I have to believe that'll be thrown out on it uh, just on merits. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at uh, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. It's me closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. A lot to get to on the broadcast. I uh, want to uh, talk about a uh, candidate forum that uh, I had the opportunity to attend uh, this past Thursday 
uh, myself and my colleagues, Mitch Berg and Jack Tomzak, we kind of did a preview of the Minnesota Attorney General Candidate Forum, specifically the Republican uh, candidates who were appearing there. Uh, took place at Providence Academy in Plymouth. Beautiful venue, by the way. It's a uh, private school, and uh, I had never been there. And it was, uh, yeah, it is a sight to behold. Beautiful venue. Uh, there were hundreds of people in attendance. Primarily, this is geared toward uh, Republican Party of Minnesota delegates because the candidates on stage were vi- are vying for the Republican Party endorsement. There are five candidates overall in the attorney general's race. Only th- uh, three of the five were there on Thursday night, uh, Judge Tad Jude, Jim Schultz, and Doug Wardlow. Uh, Lynn Torgerson was scheduled to be there. Uh, for some reason, she did not show up. I don't know if we got any rationale as to why she wasn't there, but she wasn't. And uh, Dennis Smith, who's been on this broadcast before, I think he's the only, yeah, he's the only candidate I've had the chance to interview. Uh, he is not abiding by the Republican Party endorsement at the convention in mid-May, so he declined to uh, appear at this forum. But uh, Mitch, Jack, and myself, we did a pregame show uh, from, six thir- uh, from 6 to 6.30. The forum got started at 6.30. They took a five-minute break after an hour to collect uh, ballots for the straw poll. And then uh, they continued for until 8.30, and then from 8.30 to 9, uh, Mitch, Jack, and myself did a postgame show. So if you were listening to our broadcast on Thursday, a lot of what I'm going to say right now is what I, what I reiterated to our audience then. Not that you should tune out or anything. I'm not encouraging that. Uh, I might, might come up with something new. Who's to say? But my impressions, first and foremost— the three gentlemen on the stage, Tad Jew, Jim Schultz, Doug Wardlow, any of those three would be orders of magnitude, a better attorney general and more effective attorney general than the current occupant, Keith Ellison. So that's number one. Uh, secondly, in my opinion, I believe this race is potentially the Republicans' best opportunity to win a statewide race for the first time since 2006. Again, I say it often when I when I bring that up, but uh, that's my if my math is correct. 16 years when Governor Tim Pawlenty was reelected, and he was barely reelected. It was only a gaffe by his DFL opponent Mike Hatch and Mike Hatch's running mate Judy Dutcher that allowed. Tim Pawlenty a narrow victory in his reelection bid. Okay, so this is a difficult state for Republicans to win statewide. You combine that with what's been a dumpster fire of a state party apparatus for most of that time. Uh, it's not been a good environment, but right now is as good of environment for Republicans anywhere across the country that I've seen. I mean, we need to look no further than this past November in Virginia. Virginia is a blue state. And yet, you had a simple phrase by Democrat candidate for governor, Terry McAuliffe, where he said, I don't believe parents should have a say in what teachers are teaching in public schools. And Republicans pounced, seized, whatever you want to uh, call it. That's, you know, because again, when a Democrat screws up, it's not the screw up that's the most egregious thing in the eyes of the media, it's the Republicans' reaction to it. But whatever, the Republicans pounced on it, seized on it, whatever, and parents are like, whoa, we're not down with that. And Glenn Youngkin was elected governor. Winsome Sears, Republican, elected lieutenant governor. And Jason Maris, Republican, elected attorney general. And that shows you that there's an opportunity here. And I... and and. Obviously, law and order was a big issue in Virginia as well. I mean, you had uh, a Loudoun County school board basically try to handle in-house a sexual assault in the girls' bathroom where a boy identifying as a girl got to use the girls' bathroom because that's where our transgender politics are now. If you don't want a, uh, a physical male hanging out in the girls' locker room, you're a bigot. All right. But that's where we are now. And obviously, law and order, a big issue. And it certainly is an issue here. I mean, you could argue 
This was the epicenter of the unrest in, in the summer of 2020 after George Floyd was killed by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. There was unrest that took place, and the governor and Minneapolis mayor's response to it was egregious. But also, and the point was brought up several times at this candidate forum, how Keith Ellison seems more hell-bent on going after the cops and overcharging police officers in incidents. The most egregious was uh, Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Potter being charged with first-degree manslaughter as opposed to second-degree manslaughter. And yet, all of these uh, perpetrators of these violent crimes, I mean, you're hearing it constantly, violent crime is increasing significantly in the Twin Cities. And when, when the news reports on it, more often than not, it's a repeat offender. Someone who got out on low-ball bail or who skipped bail or was... Uh, charged with a violent crime but not given a very long sentence within the uh, context of uh, uh, typical sentencing guidelines. Yet Keith Ellison couldn't care less about that. But yet when he goes all in after the cops, and again, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with uh, the Chauvin verdict, but Kim Potter one I, I definitely had an issue with. If I understand the difference between first and second degree manslaughter, that was not didn't rise the level of first degree manslaughter. And I can't help but think that the jury was neg- negatively influenced and would and knowing in the back of their minds had they returned a verdict less than that was brought, i.e. first degree manslaughter, uh they would have uh, they were probably concerned of more unrest taking place. This is a theory I have. I obviously have no proof. I'm not generating conspiracy or anything, but you know, it's certainly not implausible. So my point in bringing all that up is this is a very winnable race, the attorney general's race, very winnable race for Republicans. Because this resonates across all political stripes, Republicans, independents, and I would dare say some Democrats. Now, you're not going to get a majority of Democrats voting for a Republican in the AG's race, but if you can get, you know, maybe 35 40% Democrats voting for a Republican in this particular cycle, I, 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 particularly in the uh, uh, some of the urban areas, this is a winnable race. And I dare say it's more winnable than the, than the governor's race if, if Scott Jensen is the candidate. Now, I get it. Scott Jensen's the front runner. Uh, he's won a lot of these straw polls. He's raised the most money. He's been in longest. The name ID is out there. He's getting national recognition. And he may well be the Republican gubernatorial candidate for this November. Now, I've, I've made no bones about it. He's not my first choice. But let's just say, hypothetically, Scott Jensen is the candidate and his running mate for Lieutenant Governor Matt Burke. What have they been running on primarily since Scott Jensen got on the race a little more than a year ago? The COVID mandates. Well, come November, COVID, as an issue, may be persona non grata, as we're seeing the latest variant, the Omicron variant, pretty much waning in BA2, at least not yet, hasn't taken a foothold, and we hope and pray it doesn't. And so if COVID is not the central issue come November, number one, I believe that's a good thing because that means it's waned to the point where people are feeling like they're back a sense of normalcy. But here's the thing. Violent crime's not waning anytime soon. With the sheer incompetence of our of legal officials, I'm not talking about law enforcement officers, they're pretty much they're handcuffed in a lot of in a lot of instances. But I'm talking about our county prosecutors, right up to our attorney general. The sheer incompetence and ineptitude they're showing tells me that violent crime is not going to wane. It's happening in the major cities, St. Paul and Minneapolis. But guess what? When it really starts to get people's attention, and it's sad that it has to come to this, but it's starting to get people's attention when you're hearing about carjackings in St. Louis Park and Edina, 
first-ring suburbs who typically don't have big, huge issues with crime. And then you're hearing about property crimes in Orono. Orono. I mean, that's as upper crust as it gets. And it's sad, again, it's sad that we turned a blind, uh, turn a blind eye to all the violent crime that takes place in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Okay, it shouldn't be that way. Unfortunately, that's what we've come to. So my point is, the Attorney General's race, I believe, is the most winnable race. So as a result, we have to start talking about electoral viability. Which of these candidates, the five candidates... Are the most is the most electable. Again, uh, at least four would be an immediate huge upgrade over Keith Ellison. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable. I can't lie to you. I'm very uncomfortable with Lynn Torgerson as our candidate. Well, she wouldn't win anyways, so it wouldn't matter. But if somehow she were the candidate and would somehow win, um, from what I understand from people who have seen her in action as a as an attorney. Yeah, I that that wouldn't be ideal. But again, she's not going to be the candidate, so it's a moot point. But uh, when we come back, we'll, I'll kind of give my insight as to what we're looking for in our Republican candidate. And take your uh, questions or comments at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one segment, one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Men over 40. Is your body feeling softer and not as lean? Losing your energy, muscle, or sleep quality? You could be feeling the loss of growth hormone. As you age, your natural production of GH begins to significantly slow down. Here's the good news. GH Boost from Nugenics is the world's only non-prescription supplement that safely supercharges your body's GH production and helps you get a great night's sleep. Clinical studies show the ingredients in GH Boost can increase your body's own GH levels more more than 100%. Guys all over America are loving this product. Great product. I just started using it and I'm already seeing results. I definitely feel the difference. Much better sleep and much more energy. Guys over 40, you need GH Boost. And right now, you can get a complimentary two-week sample. Just text BLING to 321-321. It's killing it at GNC, but you can only get your sample by texting BLING to 321-321. That's B-L-I-N-G to 321-321. Text BLING to 321-321. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit, plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life Across America Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Hey, welcome back. 
1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, we also have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so feel free to check us out there if you so desire. Uh, Continuing my discussion regarding the uh, Attorney General Candidate Forum, particularly Republican Attorney General candidates, took uh, participate in this forum. Three of the five declared candidates, uh, Tad Jude, Jim Schultz, Doug Wardlow, all participated. Uh, Again, I'm not going to endorse anybody in this race. I typically don't endorse candidates, I although I did tip my hand about who I'm supporting for governor. But as far as the other races, uh, you know, my my particularly the attorney general's race, any of these candidates uh, would be better than Keith Ellison. Again, I know that's a low bar. Uh, and one of these candidates actually ran head to head against Keith Ellison. Uh, Doug Wardlow was the attorney general candidate back in 2018 and lost by about three and a half, four points in the closest of the statewide races. Now, of course, Doug touted this several times from stage Thursday night. He said 2018 was a rotten year for Republicans, and it was. And he said, yet I came the closest to defeating Keith. You know, I came the closest of any of the statewide races. And with his vote total, it was the most votes garnered by a Republican in a midterm election in history. All that's fine and good. And every time Doug Wardlow brought that up, Jim Schultz would retort with, "Uh, Doug, that's great, but you lost to Keith Ellison. Okay, Keith Ellison is a flawed candidate, particularly statewide to begin with. And secondly, he was credibly accused of sex or uh, domestic violence against his former girlfriend, Karen Monahan during that cycle. So much so that at the state fair summer of 2018, Keith Ellison's picture among all of the Democrat candidates that were running for something, it was like put into the back of the DFL shack. They weren't even highly touting his candidacy. And yet he still won. And then Doug's comeback was, and and it's a valid point. Well, look, Republicans have not won the attorney general's race since 1968. In every election cycle since then, and you're talking 12 or 13 election cycles since 1968 as far as you know, when attorney general's race has come up, we've never had a repeat candidate. So the name recognition is not getting out there. I have the name recognition to get out there. We need repeat candidacy. And again, that's a fair point, but the problem is uh, Doug is running or he's got the support of a lot of delegates who maintain that the 2020 election, particularly the presidential election, was stolen. And you also have Doug as the counsel for My Pillow, owned by Mike Lindell, perhaps the kookiest uh, election sto- stolen election conspiracy theorist out there. Now, again, I've, I've made it clear on this show many times. There were some irregularities that needed to be investigated, that needed to be brought to the courts. But unfortunately, Team Trump uh, went in and torpedoed a lot of those legitimate claims with just wacky conspiracy theories. And Rudy Giuliani wasn't of any help in that. I'm not going to relitigate that. But my point is, that may be red meat for some Republican delegates, but that's a loser statewide. So as much as Doug has a point in that we need repeat candidacies, if you are going to be running on a platform of stolen election here in the state of Minnesota, statewide candidate, that's a loser. That's a, sh- a sure loser. So my point is, if, if the Republican delegates want someone like that, you know, Doug Wardlow might be your guy. If you want a guy who is not ever held elected office, and in the minds of some, that's a feature, not a bug, and I believe that too, then Jim Schultz is your guy. He's been in private practice, never ran in for political office. And again, we need to look no further than Virginia, where you had non-politicos winning statewide races in a blue state. And if you want someone who's actually won elections, as Tad Jude pointed out several times from stage, he won. he's won 10 elections between his career as a legislator or as a judge. And 
combined, Doug Wardlow and Jim Schultz have won one. Wardlow won in 2010 as a Minnesota state legislator representing this very area here in Egan. So it's depending upon what the delegates are looking for. But like I say, given that violent crime is going to still be a serious issue come November, and I would, I, you know, if, if, if I had my choice, I would, I would wish that it wasn't an issue. I don't wish for awful things to occur or be happening because of my personal biases, i.e. Keith Ellison being sent packing from the Attorney General's office. Okay, if, if, if violent crime were to wane dramatically between now and November, that's cause for celebration. And guess what? There would still be plenty of reasons to oust Keith Ellison from office. Namely, he's weaponizing the office and using it for his own uh, political purposes. Hence, bringing in gun grabber Michael Bloomberg. And allowing uh, not-for-profit corporations here in Minnesota to run amok. Particularly... Uh, organization, what's it called? Um, uh, Feed the children, and the and the amount of fraud that's been involved in that. Okay, that's under the purview of the attorney general's office, and he doesn't seem to be taking this very seriously. But unfortunately, again, because law enforcement has been so hamstrung, and because you have county attorneys that aren't doing their jobs and giving heavier sentences to these violent criminals, uh, I don't have a lot of hope that it's going to wane. So with that in mind, there is a very serious chance, great opportunity for Republicans to pick off this attorney general's race. And I hope they get the governor's office, secretary of state and auditor and, and all this constitutional offices. But but this one is is the big dog. So, again, uh, Dennis Smith, one of the five attorney general candidates, already is not abiding by the endorsement. I don't get a sense Lynn Torgerson is. I mean, she basically said she was coming to this candidate forum and they didn't show up, so that tells me she really isn't interested in what the delegates think or or what have you. So I don't know if she is or not. I don't know that she's made it official. So uh, there will be a, a primary, and we definitely need to choose wisely because Keith Ellison needs to be sent packing, and we need to choose someone with the electoral uh, viability. So that's just my two cents uh, for what it's worth. Again, not endorsing anybody, but I'm kind of – I'm kind of tipping my hand who I don't think should be the candidate, so for whatever that's worth. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, back in mere moments. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. What if most of what we've assumed about human existence was outdated and in need of reevaluation? What if atheism was put to rest for good? In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents The Unraveling of Atheism with astonishing new findings and science-based arguments. Discoveries so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas. Thursday, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new evidence from his book that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. He'll make even the most staunch atheist reconsider their beliefs as he echoes the work of C.S. Lewis and G.K. Chesterton. His biblical discernment and sharp logic will make this faith-affirming event come to life. Not to mention the entertaining wit and enthusiasm you've come to expect from Eric Metaxas. Invite some friends from church and an open-minded atheist. 
and reserve your seats today at am1280thepatriot.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179-800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. AM 1280, The Patriot is double. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.